Welcome to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about how to plan and execute an unforgettable event that will dazzle your guests and generate more income for your organization. From fundraising and securing trendy auction items to event production and logistics, get the best tips and advice from seasoned fundraising and event professionals who have been in your shoes. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we try to talk about ways that we can help you make your fundraising event even better. And so we've got uh, Elise Negabauer here from us from Hambid. Hi. Diana Duplanchet. Hey, y'all. What's up? Hey. I'm happy to be back. Thanks yes. for having no, me. No, it's been a little while. And it's- this is my first time I get to have a podcast with Elise. Wow. I know. And it's funny. It's not even St. Patrick's Day, but yet you're wearing the green jacket. I know. Okay, pretty sweet. I wanted sweet. to go bright colors well, today. The Love two it. of us, are we Christmas? Or? I know, we're Christmas. We're just I don't know. I wore holidays. the uniform, and you guys are wearing, like, really bright colors. Yeah, so. but you have the handbed logo, which is kind of cool. You do. You mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Yeah, the new pretty. one. Very awesome. Okay. Right. Real quick, a couple of housekeeping things before we get started. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it. We'd love that. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you have any questions or comments or things that you would like for us to talk about on the show, by all means, please uh, share this with us as well. And I'd like to say this week we had somebody reach out to us through our website and they indicated that they learned about Handbit from the podcast. And I have a conversation scheduled with her for Friday. There you go. I'm awesome. so excited, people who are listening. Thank you. And Jeff, You're not on how- any other podcast, right? So it's this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, That's what's the awesome. best way for them to let us know what they'd like to hear? Oh, well, they can reach out to us through comments uh, on the podcast itself, or they can um, go to our website and fill out a lead form and say, I would like for you to talk about this on the podcast. And I want Diana to talk about it. Just oh, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't if want to If you'd like myself. to um, suggest any guests or if you'd like to suggest cast members as well, we can certainly oh. do that. If you want more Diana, cast a little members. bit less Jeff or whatever, let us know. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I never thought of myself as a cast member. Cast member. Okay. Well, you know, you don't work for Disney. Well, but is, if you did, that's what true. you would be called. This is true. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so our topic today is... Revenue generators that are not related to your auction yes. or your paddle raise. Yes. Is that right? It is. it is. And this actually makes me think of one of my clients way back in the day. I, I went to her event. This was when I was living in Northern Virginia. And she herself was an event planner for big D.C. events. And she was she was voluntold that she was going to be the auction manager for the school. And she said, Diana, I'm, I'm not trying to be ugly. I said, okay, go ahead. She said, I'm going to take every dime I can from these people <laughs> because, because I'm going to have five games. Legally. And we're going to have take them legally. Right, silent auction yeah. and live auction. And so she had everything everywhere. And I, and I was like, you know, this is, this is why we do these extra little games. Right. Well, we do them for a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons why you would do it. I mean, obviously, one is it's another way to connect with somebody at your event who may not be ready to just write you a check to your charity. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also a way to get things sort of transitioned or warmed up to. It's also I mean, it's entertaining. You, You don't. 
want it's only fun to be bored, if you win, right? Elise. Oh, it's only fun if you yeah, win. You know that. I know. <laughs> I really know. But <laughs> but what you're saying is it's giving people something to yes, do. That's right. Right? You yeah. don't want anyone bored. Right. Oh, boy. At your event. <laughs> you really don't want to Sounds like another event. podcast, how to make your event not boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my For gosh. Sure. Well, there, there's some helpful ones on here. And um, being that you are type A, we do yes. have your list. And then yes, I noticed I that we were kind of messing with your list a little bit. So it's probably not nearly as neat and organized as you would like, but. It's okay. I, c- I can check gonna, things you're off, make Jeff. It? Okay. It's okay. I'm a list checker. <laughs> I think it's a very good list. <laughs> I do too. I love yeah. lists. So let's go through it. Let's do it. Throw some out there for us. Okay. So I would say let's, let's talk about what happens at golf tournaments because I feel like they kind of live in their own little space of they can kind of have some really specific games. They can, sure. and they can get out of control, but let's oh. go with the, the common ones. Okay. For sure. All right. So uh, one that we see is a mulligan. Um, that yes. is a, do, why don't we describe a mulligan for all the listeners out there who don't know what a mulligan is? Yeah. So a mulligan is going to give somebody an extra shot. There's a couple of different ways to do it. Okay. So you can do like a group mulligan, so you can sell the foursome mulligans. And then when, in, if you're doing a scramble tournament, um, what that means is, is that you're going to have all four players hit a ball, and then from one of the players' positions, you're all four going to hit a ball again. Mm-hmm. And so what you tend to see is if all four of those players have not hit a good shot, they can then ask or take one of their quote-unquote mulligans, oh. and then they can take one more shot. It's like a do-over. It's kind of do-over. Okay. Yes, and um, what I what always makes me laugh when you see charity tournaments start and they all everybody for whatever reason thinks they all get a mulligan on the first tee which is actually not true <laughs> those are not usually like, included Come on. you got to pay for those um so mulligans are, are a very common way to do it you'll see people either buy them you know, with cash at the door um you know maybe it's one for 20 or like three for 50 or something like that sometimes they give you even a different colored ball Oh, as the, that's as the oh, record of the mulligan. I haven't seen that. Okay. Um, whatever you do, my strong recommendation for all those people that want to get as much money as possible out of the people, mm-hmm. like your friend, right? don't put too many mulligans in your golf tournament or that golf tournament is going to go on for Plus. six hours <laughs> <laughs> or longer. Okay. Yes. All right. I've seen people have unlimited mulligans and I've seen people buy 15 or 20 of them. And hey, it's great cash to your event, but... So how does a mulligan differ from something that I usually see called a free throw from the green? Well, that would probably be you using your hands to advance a golf ball, which is not yes. legal. Yes, <laughs> not the same. Yeah. That's okay. not the same. So you just toss it out there. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Um, I've seen... Um, What's the one I've, with the string? Do you know that one? Oh, there's a variety of them out there with strings. So there's one where, you know, you can um, you can buy a certain piece of string and then that's how much, you know, that's you how close to the, yeah, you or... can move it that close. Yeah, I have not heard I've, of yeah. this. I've seen um, that one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's, look, all I want to tell you, like, you can do closest to the pin, you can do closest ah, to the, you okay. know, the longest drive. I've seen straightest drive. These are all contests you can do. People can either, they're either entered automatically and they win a prize or you have people enter them. Mm-hmm. Either way, like you just got to be a little careful in golf tournaments because those games take extra time. Yeah, um, I've seen some where you just put somebody on the green and they do a putt for dough. Okay, like a putting contest. It is, and you okay. get entered into a bigger prize. So say it's you know twenty five dollars for three putts, and you're going to putt this twenty five or thirty foot putt, and if you make it, then you're entered into you know kind of a another 
contest or okay. a chance to win something. And what do you think is a good price for something like that, like a putting green you're participating? What I don't know, do you, you ha- see? You have to kind of know your audience. your audience. And I would say okay. also kind of what you've sold uh, your um, your foursome for. Yep. So if you're at a, you know, I would say one of the higher end courses and people are paying $250 a golfer to play or $1,000 a foursome, which is what we see a lot, you know, you'll, you'll find people that'll pay 20, 40, 50, 60, hundred dollars for raffle tickets or these types of things okay. when they arrive. Okay. That's and you don't awesome. have to take cash. Um, you know, software like ours or any of the other systems out there, a lot of them will label, will enable you to kind of track that, you know, if you're looking to do that. Yes. Or you can take both, you know, have it accessible through credit cards, through software, and then also right. be able to enter that the cash was paid. Yep. Yeah. You do it out on the course. Mm-hmm. That's cool. the other nice thing. Out so. on the course. I like that. Yes. Um, one of the things that I heard of at a golf tournament that I th- I feel as though could be fun for the golf tournament or any event is called a martini toss. Have y'all heard of this? I want to hear more. Yes. <laughs> well, it's it is literally a it's a martini glass and the participant is given an olive and <laughs> toss an olive into the cup, into the glass and if you get it then I don't know if you're advanced or you win a prize or something like that, but you pay to participate in the martini toss. And that's golf related, or I, I Jeff, there are libations at golf tournaments. I don't know if you know this. There are. <laughs> I but don't think of martinis. At I golf, know it, it depends on what time of day everybody comes off the course, Elise. I think so. you could do that. I've seen, um, you know, obviously you can do, you know, those types of of contests you can also get into like we said the mulligans and you can also sell the raffle tickets and you can you know sell a variety of other types of like games and gimmicks at every single one of these holes so yeah that's why not true. a martini yeah. toss you've at- seen the one the helicopter drop right where they're dropping balls onto a green from a I helicopter not oh seen yes this. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i've seen them drop the ducks in a yeah. duck race but oh, that's cool. not golf oh yeah oh no and we we did one event where it was closest to the pin and it was a thousand dollars a shot and I kid you not, they sold 18 entries wow. into this thing. It was pretty That's impressive. Amazing. And you got three balls, and they went out about, I don't know, 150 yards from yeah. the green, and you had to hit it over water, and it was a lot of fun. Well, I like the idea of having each of these games or some of these games at a different hole. I think that that's, it really makes the tournament, I think, special. Oh, at, at the sixth hole, or you're going to do this, and at the 12th, you're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, does that, do you see that being, do people view it as, oh, this is fun? Or do they like, oh, this is taking so long? If there's too many of them, it gets to the point where I think it's taking too long. Like we did one tournament for a famous baseball player. And on one hole, you had to put on all this catching gear. Okay. The mask (laughs) and the, and then you had to drive. There was another hole where you had to throw the ball up in the air and hit it with a baseball bat down. And that was your drive down the fairway. Okay. Like, I mean, at some point. You know, when you watch someone throw the ball up in the air and like miss it ten times yeah, in a row, you're like, like okay, we're gonna <laughs> be here a while. Throw that ball now. So you know, it can get a little bit tough, but yeah. So you gotta, you want it to be fun. Yeah. You know, but yeah. at the same time, you don't want to kind of overdo it. Yeah. I, I mean, like we said, we've seen it all. Potato yeah. cannons. You've seen those where you're firing a. There's a cannon <laughs> on the golf course where it will fire your drive for you in a cannon. Wow. And you can pay for that. Okay. So um, there's a lot of times you'll find like. The local live, you know, long drive champion will participate and you can pay for him to, to drive for your foursome. Mm-hmm. I've done that, at, you know, and I think he was like, I don't know, we were on a par four 
uphill that's almost 500 yards. It is a really long hole. And, I mean, this guy, I think we all paid him 50 bucks to put the ball, you know, 80 yards out from the green. Sweet. The Might be so worth it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, okay, so let's let's kind of leave golf behind for a while, and let's move over to like a more of a standard traditional gala that where we see lots and lots of different things. Okay. So, so many things. we're gonna yeah we're gonna go down a list, and it could be rapid fire, it could be let's pause and talk about this a little bit. Okay. Okay. Right. What about a scenario of it's our twenty eighth anniversary, and we're gonna do things where we charge people twenty eight dollars. So maybe it's a $28 raffle ticket. Maybe it's a $28 donation. Do y'all see this successfully executed? I think 28 is hard. I would say I like you're definitely numbers. using <laughs> software like Hambit to do that. Because if you're using cash for that, you're going to drive some people crazy. <laughs> yes, but for that's true. For a 50th anniversary, it might be perfect. Okay, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Very cool. So how about the gift card tree or the gift card grab? I love those. They're yeah. just I think so it's easy. The best way to handle gift cards. Yes. When you go out and you get, you know, Subway gift cards for five bucks and all these other various, like, gift cards, and you're trying to figure out how to assemble them together into some right. sort of meaningful auction item, sometimes you just turn it into a raffle, and I think you're about to go through, like, a gigantic number of drawing slash raffle types yes. of games, right? Yes. Yes. yes, I am. So um, we see something like a wine, a wine pool or we see something called the whiskey wagon, <laughs> um, which is basically just an a way to sell like a $25 ticket and you're, you don't know what you're going to get from the wine pool. So it's a similar concept. The whiskey wagon, I think, is a little bit more direct. Like, here is a whole wagon of whiskey. So you can buy a raffle ticket right. or a drawing ticket to try to win it. But you get to pull your whiskey wagon all the way <laughs> to your vehicle. And this then, has nothing to do with falling off the wagon. It or does off, not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeff, no. I, mean, I don't know if I want to be the guy that's walking out with a wagon oh, of whiskey. Oh, I do. I, like, don't that judge. fun. Don't judge. Don't judge. Party don't judge. at Elise's. I don't. Now, one I, thing I do like... Uh, with the things like the wine pull or the gift cards is that everyone's a winner. Yeah. And I think that it's a great way to have a very low priced item and let everyone participate. And then you're sure to win. It, it might be a $5 subway card, but hey, at least you get lunch. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Spoken like Kenny Rogers. Everyone's a winner and everyone's a loser. I love it. Oh so, my gosh. Um, but, you know, with those, which I don't think you mentioned, in most cases, you're buying some sort of like number. It is a raffle in the sense that I'm either you've hidden all the bottles of wine, mm -hmm. okay, or you've turned the whiskey labels around, or you've done something where people don't really know what they're getting. Mm -hmm. And then you have to give them the range of, hey, guess what? We're doing a wine pool. You're going to get two buck chuck. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to kind of get that Trader Joe's cheapest of the cheap. Or it's going to go all the way up to this, you know, got to have some nice ones in there. Yep. Yeah. You can't, yeah. Can't be too cheap. So, you know, here's this, you know, $80, $100 bottle of Canis, right? Mm -hmm. You have to give them the thought or at least the expectation that they could win one of those. And then you price them all in the middle. So you price them all at $25, $30, or $40, mm -hmm. whatever it right. is. And then people feel like, okay, this is worth it. So, um, and I've seen them, I've seen them go high end. I, we did a high end spirit wall in New oh, York. Yeah. 
And I would tell you, every single bottle of spirits was over 100 bucks. Oh, gosh. Nice. Yes. And it was not a cheap ticket yeah. to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of those bottles were $600. What? So, what? Yes. <laughs> oh, my god! I want to know who they know. but <laughs> Totally. That's right. Was Some that, amazing friends. But. Wow. Is that like aged whiskey? Is that their aged, um, what cost $600? This was $600? like Cristal yeah. or who, the champagne. Oh, oh like yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. No, it was Crystal, but it was a massive bottle. Oh, like a magnum. the big guys. No, bigger than a magnum. Like, oh. Like, I didn't even want to touch it. Yeah. It was so big. Yeah. And yes, apparently it was 600 bucks. So anyway, there was a bunch of those. And so, again, the whole point is, is that they're either buying a number off the wall or um, they sometimes call it a cork pull where you have a basket Mm -hmm. of corks with the numbers on it. That's another good one. Yep. And there's a couple of ways to pull those off. Like in Handbid, you can either just say, hey, you know what? We're doing a whiskey pull or a wine pull and there's 50 bottles. And so there's an item that you buy called that with limited quantity of 50. Or if you want the software to track what bottles everybody bought, you just put all 50 in the software. Mm-hmm. You know, with a limited quantity of yes. one, and then they know they bought bottle 16 or something. It's and on then their, that one's on marked sold out and yeah. nobody else can buy it again. Yep. Hey, so just want to let you know this event is brought to you by Handbid. Handbit is mobile bidding and auction technology software built by fundraisers for fundraisers. So we're able to help you guys with everything from ticketing and registration to mobile bidding to live auction recording, appeals, you name it. And the nice thing is, is in addition to the software that we're able to provide, we have a ton of services we can offer you. If you need help getting everything set up, if you need coaching, if you need just counseling and advice on how to get through your event, if you need someone to show up and make sure that it runs smoothly, these are all the types of services that we offer. So if you want more information about what we do, please click on the link below or reach out to us at handbid.com and we'd be happy to talk to you. For a lot of these games, also, you want to make sure that you have the ability to only sell them at the event, because obviously you yes. don't want to be selling <laughs> a wine cork to somebody who's not there. Um, and you don't want them really buying them on their phones either. No, you don't. Right. That's right. The, is that what you recommend to oh, our sure. clients? Event yeah, move only. it all to the yes. iPads. Yeah, yeah, we have a yeah. setting called event only, and that basically says the only place you can buy this is off of an iPad which are used at our, at our events. So I think that makes it a little bit easier. People can see what they bought on their phone, but they can't right. can't pull the trigger there. Totally clear, yeah. I think. It makes it very clear. Okay, sorry. So keep going. You've got a lot on that. I do. I do. Okay, what about um, we just – I'm just thinking of like a – almost like a mascot kind of thing. Like if you – are an organization that has Save the tigers yes thank you elise (laughs) that you could just have a bunch of stuffed tigers and and sell them as a as a giveaway not a giveaway but just sell them as another stream of revenue to your participants and then they can come home oh i was at the tiger ball or connect them to your gift card tree so put a necklace around the tiger with a number on it and they buy tiger 12 (laughs) tiger 12 maps to an envelope in your folder and in that envelope is your subway car. Yes. <laughs> Two tickets to the zoo. Woo-hoo. Yes, exactly. So we love that. And then what about this whole idea of like this jewelry, Kendra Scott Oh, those piece. are so fun. Yeah. And they go so fast. Okay. I, I so what's every, the price point on that, Elise? They're a little higher. Maybe okay. Maybe around 100-ish. Okay. 75 maybe, just depending on what you're getting. Okay. But if you're guaranteed to have some kind of really fun jewelry 
they go so yep. quickly. Okay. So yes. the concept is I'm going to pay you $100 and I pull from this category mm-hmm. or just all this this display that you have and I get a necklace or a pair right. of earrings or something. Okay. Yes. All right. So, and that's that's another idea, which is similar to the wine wall, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the golden ticket. Can we talk about the golden ticket for a minute? Well, there's yeah. so many ways to do it. I was at an event where, well, the golden ticket probably comes from a certain movie about <laughs> candy that we all know. Which we might not mention now <laughs> due to licensing. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, I love that movie. But... Being that it's about candy and chocolate, everyone bought a $100 golden candy bar, and one person got the golden ticket, and that golden ticket gave them the right to have any of the live auction items. Okay. So that is the way I've seen it done as well. Yeah. So I've seen that. I've also seen where you can kind of reverse that, where you can give out three winners, and they get one of three spots. You have prizes you're giving away, and so those prizes are in these boxes, so you have like three winners. And so they go up there, and they stand there, and then you auction off the fourth spot in a live auction. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and so now there's four people up there, and then whoever won the auction gets to pick first, and then the other people get to pick randomly their quote-unquote box or whatever it is, open it up, and that's what you get. Oh, very fun. And what, what do you think is the price point on a golden ticket? Oh gosh, I've I've not seen them sold for under a hundred dollars each. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I because was because you're getting wondering. a live auction item. If no you kidding, yeah. right? And okay. Otherwise, it's a really nice donation. It exactly. <laughs> Can we talk about heads or tails? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. That's at every event. It is. <laughs> <Those> are, <laughs> okay. Yes. That was when I was mentioning earlier that you have auctioneers or people who want to try to warm up the crowd or do a good transition. This is a good one because it's a very simple game. So a lot of times what you'll see happen is you'll see a transition happen from a program and people eating into, you know, a live auction and a paddle raise and people are talking, Mm. right? And the bar is racing because most live auctioneers, especially the good ones, want the bar shut down during the live auction so that it's not noisy in the back. So what you'll see happen is they'll, they'll play this game. Yeah. Because the game gives people a little bit of chance to get back organized, grab their drink, and then get to play this game, which should not take more than about 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Max. It's very quick. Heads or Tails is basically a 50-50 game, Mm -hmm. um, most often run by an auctioneer who's up on stage who has some way of flipping a coin. A lot of times they're going to show up with a challenge coin, or very rarely is it like a quarter because those things fly places and you never (laughs) find them. But it's a big coin. We had one auctioneer who had an iPad app, and he'd hold it over his head and (laughs) tap the button, and the coin would spin on the iPad. Oh, okay. So, or, you know, guess what? Alexa and Siri will give you heads or tails, too. So you can certainly ask them. Okay, okay. So what people do is you sell, like, lives in a game, right? So I can have one live, or usually I see, what do you see, like, one life for 20 bucks or mm-hmm. three, three for, for 50, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And they give you a necklace and the necklace represents your lives. So we always would recommend you max out at three per person. So then I have my three necklaces on. Elise has her three necklaces on. The whole crowd's participating. They want you to stand up and then you're going to choose heads or tails. So you're either going to put your hands on your head, <laughs> you're going to put your hands on your tail and you have to hold them there. And then they flip the coin and if you're wrong, you lose a life. Mm-hmm. And then when you're out of them, you, you sit. sit. Okay. And when there's five or six or seven people left, they'll usually bring them up on stage and then they'll oh, finish the game up okay. there. Okay. 
It's yeah. a lot of fun. And again, it's one of those loosening up times. So yeah. get have them go to the bar, have them come back, have a little fun, and then sit down and make the big money. And yeah, it, and it's you, you make a little bit of money on it. Yeah. yeah. And usually you have to give a prize to the winner anyway. So yeah. and you, you, you should break it. Have even. a decent prize, too, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have a lame one. <laughs> At least want you to have a good Free prize. Free pick of a dessert from the dirt, dessert yeah. dash is not a good enough prize. <laughs> okay, well, since we're still on kind of this live auctioneer directed um, thing, let's talk about Last Man Standing, or we also hear it called the runaround. Yeah, this is a hard one. It is. This is yeah. a hard concept. It's, yeah. it's a paddle raise, but it is a game, right? And the whole intention here is whoever is the quote-unquote last man standing or the last person to donate wins the prize and don't you this has to be a good prize right right oh it gosh. is i've yeah. seen like bronco sweets i've seen a whiskey wagon um, i saw a wine know. collection that was pretty impressive wow. and and got That's people fun. Into it i saw well. a yeah. yeti filled with colorado beer that was oh, a fun that one sounds yeah. cool you know, yeah. Yes, okay, so key thing is, is that the donation amount needs to be relatively small the most i've seen it is a hundred mm-hmm. and then I'm going to tell you one thing, never like, do not let your auctioneer change that price. Okay. And I'll talk to you about that in a second, but, but either way, a hundred bucks, I've seen it at 50, 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on forever. Yeah. You got to be careful because it will go on. And so what happens is, is that people raise their paddle, they call out the paddles. And then when all the paddles are down, they say going once, going twice. And whoever was the last paddle is going to win. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes another paddle up because they want to be the last one. So it will go on for a while. I w- I've seen them go on yes, for 20 minutes. I have too. And I would say my biggest request when I'm at an event and we have an auctioneer who does this, it is a great revenue generator for mm-hmm. sure. But the auctioneer needs to be very clear that every time you raise your paddle, you are donating. I was just going to say that. Right. It's a commitment. them if you don't win. That's right. No. It is a commitment. Yeah. It is. And that is why you also do not want them changing the price. Mm-hmm. So it – look – if it's going on too long, it's going on too long. <laughs> I am sorry, but you cannot go from 100 to 200. You will confuse everybody, including your mobile bidding company who's trying to enter <laughs> exactly. in all these numbers. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't get confused, but. <laughs> when did they go to 200? Yeah. Oh, you wait till you have to go up to the lady who donated four times at 200 and say, well, it was really 800. And she's like, no, it was 100. Right. As a matter yeah. of fact, sorry, it you wasn't. M- you missed that memo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but that's a really good point. I mean, it is an extension of the paddle raise. You are hopefully getting something great at the mm-hmm. end, but um, you have to have, sounds like you have to have a skillful live auctioneer oh, who's do. a good communicator. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. I love that as a, yeah. as a revenue and it driver. Does, I would say it's a, it's one of the larger revenue. Yep. Okay. Generators. So we see that a lot. Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk about, have we, we've sort of talked about, have we talked about games of chance? They're all games yeah. of they're chance. They're all games like, of chance. Okay. Look, they're not gambling in a sense, but they are games of chance. And so they, you could argue they're gambling, but you know, in most cases, you know, you're, they're not, but there are types of gambling that you can do at an event. And one of them is raffles and raffles are regulated. And so you just have to be careful with those and just make sure that you understand what the rules are. 
at your, not just your state, but also in your jurisdiction, Mm -hmm. okay, because they change sometimes at the local county level. So just kind of know what those are. The the big key there that you have, and we should just do a gambling episode, but the big key there is there is consideration, chance, and prize. Those are the three elements of gambling. And so you have to break one of those ties in order for it to not be gambling. So consideration means someone paying you money. Chance means the game itself, and then prize is the prize, okay? So, and it's got to be one of those things where there's not really any skill involved, per se. Okay. So, in this case here, like, you, if you want to break that cycle, that's why a lot of people, you know, call things like prize drawings or whatever, you know, need not donate or, per, you know, no purchase necessary. You'll see all the McDonald's, like, Monopoly mm-hmm. things say that you can get a free one, and it is. You can you can. Definitely send a letter to McDonald's and they'll send you a free stamp. So um, the whole point of that is that you can and should have to allow people to participate for free and then you've eliminated consideration and now it's just chance and price. So anyway, whole another topic on that. But in a lot of these cases here, um, these are pretty harmless type games. You're, you're making a purchase. You're picking a, a bottle of wine. It's kind of like a transaction. Mm-hmm. And- I think the key for all of these is to have a few they're really fun and they're typically low cost if you're at a school event maybe your teachers might want to participate maybe um people who weren't going to spend much money you know Mm -hmm. they they won't turn down a bottle of wine or the chance to win a yeti but um don't have too many either yeah yeah Yeah. i agree dilutes them yeah yeah and do your homework if you're gonna run if you're gonna be doing something like that yeah um, okay, so the last three that I have on my list are centerpieces. And when we were putting this together, I heard an emphatic sigh from across the table. Uh-oh. Did these work? It depends on your centerpiece for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, they don't always work. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you have gorgeous flowers that are $100, you know, arrangements. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, they do work. But okay. I've seen a lot. It's like, here's a succulent. Well, okay, thanks. I can go to the grocery (laughs) store for that one. Yes. So Mike, who's been on some of our episodes at his last event. Oh, he has good ones. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What are they? It was decanters. It was a decanter, and it was absolutely gorgeous. That's so cool. And so you didn't have to buy it. I did. I bought mine. And it has a little auction insignia on it, like engraved. It did. It was really, really neat. No, that's a neat one. It's thoughtful. It's very I think he may have sold out. He did, and you can put, you know, I don't think he had one for every table, but but what was nice about it is, like, I looked at it and said, I would actually put that in my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Well, we have a client who supports special needs adults and children, but the special needs adults will make the vases and the bowls, yep. and then that client will use them as the centerpieces, and then we sell them table 76 bowl on 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 our Hambit software. And so as soon as table 76 bowl is sold, then people know that, but it is a, it's a great revenue driver. It is. It is. And it, it was is. even a better revenue driver. when we put the picture of the kid who made it <laughs> <laughs> on the display sheet, along with the item. That is true. And That's awesome. that, it wasn't just seven it. table, 76 bowl. It was bowl made by Samuel. Yeah. What a cute is, little kid yeah. he was. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like that. So what a great idea. Okay. Um, another one is carnival games. Oh yeah. So oh, yes. all sorts. What do you see? Tell oh, me. Tell me some stories. Carnival well, games. I heard yeah. of a dunk tank. <laughs> Are you yep. serious? Yes. Yep. We've ne- seen dunk takes. I've Have seen you? throw the baseballs at the milk jugs. The throw the football through the hole. 
We had somebody like, yeah. do a Plinko game, like good oh, old-fashioned yes. uh, Price is Right Plinko. Yeah. And then the last one, I think, deserves its own kind of place in the sun is is voting. Voting's awesome. Oh, yes. yeah. Yep. And so my derby event for years, we did a hat contest and then, and then a men's seersucker suit <laughs> contest. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do those is to turn them into a revenue generator. And so when you walked in the door, we would take a photo of you if you were a contestant. We'd put you into the system with your name, and then you had a $5 vote connected to you. And so whoever raised the most money, quote unquote, got the most votes. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, there are voting scenarios out there where you want people to only cast one vote, but that's not really a revenue generator. Yeah. If you limit how many people are going to Yeah. So. And I've seen them for like a Dancing with the Stars kind of event. Yep. And also, what have you seen them at? Well, I will tell you... Uh, the Denver Zoo sent me an email yesterday about a new baby sloth. Oh. And they have a revenue generator to name the sloth. And sure enough, I looked at the cute sloth. I looked at the names. I talked to my kids about it. They got my money. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love that. So That's so something cool. Something like that. If you have something special, if you're naming your new mascot. If you're trying to think. Well, you know, taste of's for sure. Yes. Yeah, I was you know. going to say the chef's event. Yes. yes. Okay, because yep. you're kind of almost kind of tipping. You're tipping, but you're also voting for this was my favorite yes. version yes. of this. Yep. So I would say that's a it's an easy it revenue. We've seen lip sync ones, lip um, sync fashion ones, show. fashion shows. Uh-huh. We used to do a fashion show for a jewelry company, and the contestants had to make all of their like dresses or outfits or whatever out of the packaging and wrapping and the materials that came from the company. Wow. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> you know, and it was amazing what they came up with, but they had various, you know, divisions that you could compete in, you know, based on your age and stuff. And so we implemented voting for them so that that's cool. how they did it. And that's it was, awesome. they had professional like judges at the event itself, but this was kind of like, they called it the fan favorite. So the people that were in the yeah. stands yeah. had another ability to to kind of do this as well. And they made money off of it. You, know, you make right. a few grand off of votes. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. So I would say overall, we do see a lot of these yes. kinds of yeah. extra revenue drivers. I hope we've given you guys some good ideas. And I would say nothing's off the table. Be creative because those are the ones that people are going to remember. They're going to say, oh, that event where they had the whiskey wagon. Keep it legal and make it fun. And, (laughs) you know, kind of map map it to your theme. Yep. You know, I think you guys will have fun with it. Well, this has been a great conversation. Very fun. Thank you so much. I know. And thank you for bringing your notepad again with your organized list of notes. This is what I do. All right. (laughs) It keeps us on task. And so anyway, we're going to wrap this podcast up by thanking you for listening in again. And if you have any other suggestions for things that you feel um, we should be adding as a quote unquote suggested revenue generator, go ahead and post those in the comments. And otherwise, we will see you next time on Elevate Your Event.